This is Amber Ray and Rusty Tanton, and you're listening to Mostly ITP on the Georgia Podcast Network, the show focused on all things Atlanta and sometimes elsewhere. This is Rusty and Amber, and we are at Java Monkey in Decatur with Nick, who writes the Decatur Metro blog, and Dave Kell, who writes the Indicator blog. They're two of the most widely read sort of local events blogs here in Decatur. Um, I was going to start out here with having them each try to sort of just explain the genesis of their blog. So Dave, if uh, how, how did it all get started? When did you decide to write it? Okay, well, I have to go back to about 1999. I started a military blog. And that's why my blog is, scares people away with combat engineer. Some people won't even go there because of the... Uh, Airborne well, combat that, engineer. I did that to save money because I already had a blog for that, and I only had to pay $14.95, and I can tuck this onto it. Some cheapskate. But anyway, uh, probably should have gone with another name. Uh, so... Uh, I did that and I blogged quite heavily on that blog uh, for quite a few years, had like 6,500 posts. It still gets 2,000 hits a day and I haven't even blogged on it in three years and it probably can make money so I probably should go back to doing it. Put some Google Those people all over the world yeah. want to know about military stuff. Yeah. Anyway, uh, um, but I quit doing that one, I, I dropped it and I, actually I started doing the Decatur one, I started a little Decatur Heights uh, blog just for my neighborhood because I promised the neighborhood I would. And then I go, well, it's funny, I don't see much. I started looking around for Decatur news, I didn't see much Decatur stuff. And I said, well, I'll just uh, start Decatur one too, what the heck. And I uh, started the Decatur, and I was also using it, I was trying to sell a house at the time, which is kind of the monetary motive for doing all this. So, uh, and I did get the house sold, but I kept doing it. <laughs> and uh, and I just felt like it was, uh, it, I don't know, I've always liked publishing. I was in uh, high school publishing and college publishing, and. Uh, I'm not a particularly good writer, I'm more of a cut and paster and commenter, but uh, I do like to uh, put out news and I, I believe it's a valuable service for the community. A lot of people, the only reason I keep going is people keep saying it's valuable to them to, uh, to have this stuff aggregated in one place where they don't have to go look at because I spend uh, a couple hours every morning at least uh, looking for this stuff and it saves them the time having to dig for it. Saves me time. Yeah. So uh, that's that's pretty much my story. And when was your Decatur blog first launched? Oh, I forget the year. It's eight, 18, going on 19 months, a little less than 19 months ago. Okay. I don't know exactly so it was like late, late, it was like September 07 or something like that. Something like that, yeah. Okay. What's your story? Yeah. What's your story, Nick? Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it's kind of it's kind of strange, you know. I I I had the idea, a similar idea to Dave's, maybe a, a month after he had started Indicator. Um, you know, and the, the impetus was kind of was a lot similar to Dave's, just that there wasn't a lot of. I had I, moved, unlike, you know, Dave has been in Decatur on and off for a very long time. I, I'd only moved here um, uh, a little over a year, or a little less than a year prior to when I started the blog. And, you know, I was very involved in the community. I, you know, I actually um, had some 
um, exposure in Decatur history within a graduate program that I did at Georgia State. And um, I love the city and I wanted to learn more about it. And I found myself, you know, looking for news and also like just looking for cool things about Decatur, like digging into the city's website, which is, which can be quite difficult to navigate. There's tons of stuff in there, but it's really difficult to navigate. And so, you know, um, I started, I, I did, I think I, I was, I'm pretty sure I, I saw Dave's page before before I started my own, but it, kind of at the, at the point where I discovered his, I had already kind of started, and um, I just use, I use the free WordPress software, um, um, and, you know, started up, started off as Blogging Decatur, and realized that was a pretty generic and boring name, um, and with the first week, I just kind of changed it, my life was like, what is to Decatur Metro, and she was like, what does that mean? And I was like, I don't know, it kind of sounds a little hipper than blogging Decatur. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> so, kind of, you know, so that, you know, it, it, it's a lot, the story is, is pretty similar. Um, since then, it's kind of evolved into, you know, I've, I've changed my my way of doing it over the, over the, over the years, and we've expanded into, you know, just doing one thing to, you know, doing a lot of um, kind of whatever we find on the web until now, we do a lot more stuff where we, you know, we're creating our own content, you know, and I think that's that's a big difference um, for, for both of us. But anyway, yeah. that's kind of... As far as like each of you go, how much would you say just rough percentage um, is aggregated content versus something you found went out and found on your own? Mine's pretty, probably, uh, 90 aggregated and 10 on my own. It's still pretty heavily uh, heavily leaning but, uh, on. I would like to do more, but, it, you know, it takes time. Sure it's it does. like people go, well, these, all these newspapers are going to go away and uh, hyper-local. But hyper-locals don't make money, so they can't hire reporters yeah. and cameramen to go out and spend all day doing this stuff. So uh, I, most of my uh, stuff is pictures I take and things I found on the weekend or at night. And, events that I go to, uh, but I'm pretty limited compared to the resources of the AJC. Right. I just, I love the way you do photos because it reminds me of all these older neighborhood papers that I used to, to read around. Like, the, just the way they're captioned and the way they're framed and all of that, it's, I, I can't really explain it exactly, but, but I really dig it. It's kind of old-fashioned. So it's kind of the people, like, standing around, you know, just yeah. taking a picture. You don't really see a lot of that anymore. Um, and, and, I, and I like it a lot. Um, and I guess um, something that y'all kind of have going is you have kind of different editorial slants on your blog. You got kind of an Atlanta oh, yeah. Journal, Atlanta Constitution thing going where one's a little more liberal slant and one's a little more conservative slanted. But I mean, I wouldn't pigeonhole either one of them is like totally this way or that. But either y'all want to kind of elaborate on that a little bit or? I, I mean, you know, I, I kind of. You know, Dave uses his, his green comments, yeah, right? Green he differentiates. You yeah, know. gotcha. Um, I, I try. To, I make it pretty. I don't. I don't. I don't go, go to that um, effort. <laughs> but I do. I do insert my opinion in there. It's kind of more like um, um, I, sometimes I do insert my opinion. Sometimes I don't insert my opinion. If I don't, what I learned early on is. If you don't know a lot about something and people are actually reading your blog, you will get 
you will you will you will feel the re repercussions very quickly. Yeah, you will. And so, if there are issues that I don't like, um, you know, I'm still learning a lot. I, I know a lot more about development than I do about, um, like, say, the school system. Mm -hmm. And so, when I when I write a school system post. Um, a lot of times I'm just giving information and maybe asking questions as opposed to, you know, um, pushing my own um, viewpoint on the subject. Um, so it's, it's, I kind of look at it as like a European newspaper model, you know, they, they insert their opinions more into their kind of everyday um, news stories. But, I mean, I think people know when I'm, you know... When you're editorializing yeah, versus yeah. just I mean, reporting you know, I, something. Yeah. And how much of your blog would you say is, you know, stuff you got from somewhere else somewhere versus else. original? Well, I, you know, I think Dave is a lot more kind of on-the-scene stuff, which is really great. Um, I, I, don't, I just don't get it out on the town as much as he does. Well, his blog, uh, like, the, the night that... Um, Trackside caught on fire. I was coming home and I saw, or I was, was leaving really early or something. I saw all of like fire trucks and stuff that were there. I was like, wonder what is going on. And your blog was the first place I checked, and you had it. it I think was, Nick actually broke the story before I did because some of your readers uh, posted oh, yeah. uh, maybe a thirty minutes before. <laughs> uh, but it's funny that the guy from Champion Newspapers. Oh yeah, they, they were there first yeah. to do the video, but they weren't first to put it on the news. And the guy right. raked me over the cold in a comment, and he said, uh, "You know, you're always putting down the newspapers for hard papers for not knowing the story, but gotta admit, this time we were there first. Uh, and I felt yeah. like coming and saying, "Well, you were there first, but we posted first." But that was <laughs> that was interesting because did you yeah. see that what he wrote on my site was yeah. that um, he just inadvertently came upon it. Yeah. Um, and that's the only reason why yeah, he, he found it. Because I was like, how did they get this video? I mean, it's not like Champion yeah. newspapers are out yeah. at right. 5 o'clock well, in the morning. Who is out at 5 in the morning? Yeah. They also <laughs> stole my image, by the way, and then cropped <laughs> off my watermark, which I didn't appreciate. Yeah. They're, they're, <laughs> I found that more and more lately. Yeah. Yeah. My, uh, my DeKalb uh, CEO debate videos yeah. win in a lot of places. Yeah. Oh, really? Credited. Yeah. Interesting. Um, um, but, but to go back to your question, I. I I would say um, a lot. I was uh, a lot of what I go for from like the AJC or stuff. You know, a lot of that is my own kind of rewording of their of theirs. That that kind of stuff is probably well over fifty percent of my. Um, I would say probably seventy uh, percent. The rest, um, more often than not, is comes from readers and a lot of the best stuff that I get comes from um, readers plus I, I, I sometimes find things either online that I'll then kind of bring the resources together to write my own post about um, but more and more the site is actually a lot easier to maintain than it used to be for me now because I used to spend so much time digging and um, you know I would find maps of um, kind of like uh, the income levels of the different areas of Decatur that I'd find in some random PowerPoint presentation and I'd be like, oh, that's kind of cool. People would be interested to yeah. see that Winona, Winona Park has the highest median income and just, you know, people like to kind of look at those comparative things. So it, I would say about 30% of it is the kind of unique stuff. Um, and when there's a huge, but, you know, these days when there's a huge story in the city, 
um, like the trackside fire, which was just um, that that post was just huge. Um, you know, we got it first. We kind of, you know, it's kind of. I think it's cool for people to be able to go to re local resources and kind of see the up to the minute type of um, back and forth, the updates. You know, the raw updates. Kind of, this is what we're hearing. This is what we're hearing. And the track side, AJC didn't even write about it until that evening. It took like two days. I mean, yeah. or you know, yeah, for anything to come day. up. And I mean, so we we got all the traffic. Yeah. And that, that was. Um, well, it was the same like when when the Fellinis was getting robbed over there. I was reading both of y'all's blogs when that came up because I, we were there were a lot of people who lived in the neighborhood who were going over there and commenting yeah, on each right one of them. And you know that was you know 500 yards yeah. from where I live, or even less really, probably like 200 yards from where I live. And uh, well, well, you get that because you get like I went in the corner pub and people said a lady drove over there for kids and she was all distraught because they, the Fellinis just been robbed and all yeah. this. And so if you get that stuff in the local town that you're not going to get. AJC not gonna have heard coming that kind of stuff. I yeah, mean, they eventually did report on it, yeah, but yeah. it took them two days or something. For Fellinis, yeah. yeah, did they, did I mean, they report on Fellinis? I don't remember. I ever. It, it took a long time. That might time. have been one of those stories where yeah. they just never covered it. There were a couple like stories that. I and I might be getting trackside and Fellinis mixed up, but don't look at me because I don't read yeah, AJC, so I don't know what they <laughs> yeah. covered. And what they have. I still read it. I don't. I don't know why sometimes, but um, no, it's it's uh, it's a valuable. But that's, a, that's an interesting, uh, you get back to this political leaning, see I've mm -hmm. had people uh, comment, I've had people comment <laughs> on, I'm not going to read your blog again, you're so conservative and we're a liberal town and I'm not ever reading you again. I go, well, that's your privilege and they're Decatur Metro there for you to read, but uh, you know, I read the AJC and they, they embed all kinds of editorial <laughs> slant in there, but I still get information from it, so do what you want to do. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think, I think, I think it's another reason, you know, I'm a little more kind of upfront with my editorializing yeah. as, you know, this is what it is as mm -hmm. opposed to what you read in between the lines of the AJC. Well, you know, a but lot I think of... that's interesting yeah. because, like, you always hear about objectivity right. with traditional journalism, and I think a lot of it's BS, quite frankly, yeah, because, I, do too. I mean, you can't pretend that, you know, the person writing this... A person writes... Right. story. Yeah. They have an opinion. That's oh, yeah. going to color what they write, whether they know it or not. Well, even if or it's what not, they cover, what yeah. they find, what well, they look it's, for. It's, it's, you know, like errors of omission. It's it's not so what much they that they're going to sit right. there and actually come out and say, well, I'm against this idea. You know, they're, right. they're going to leave something out that would be a detail that would support another idea. And you can kind of figure idea. it out, but I feel like, you know, um, with people who are kind of up front and they let you know, like, this is kind of my bias or my perspective where I stand, no. then... At least it's out in the open, and you yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at least they've started. Uh, they've got a lot of ways to comment the article, more articles on the AJC, which is good. And uh, I was going to say that you can, uh, you can also be biased in what you select to. Yeah. Well, post. sure, what you decide yeah. to cover, what and you. And I obviously cover. do. I do that in political areas, no doubt about it. Right. I, I select the mm -hmm. posts that are pushing the points I want to make, and then but. Anybody can comment, and I've got a couple of commenters. I've got a guy named John Rose that uh, right. comments all the time, and he links to more. Link. He does more research than I do to counter my arguments. So people will read all the comments; they can see both sides. Well, you also have that decab, yeah. the what the area decab area blog. I'll, I'll be honest, yeah, I don't read that one. Decab. I, the, the, I haven't done much of that in a while. Yeah. It's kind of been dormant, but uh, yeah. And I think you know what that that brings up an interesting point because I think for me at least. Especially early on, yeah. for the two of us, mm -hmm. and I don't know if 
if Dave agrees with me, but um, I think having two of us kind of got us over that initial hump of like, you know, not a lot of people reading, yeah. you know, kind of a kind of a friendly competition sort of thing, trying to yeah. get the stories, yeah. trying to get things out there, especially when. Um, you know, hits were pretty low back at the yeah, beginning. Yeah. It, it really kind of gets you over that initial hump of like, is anybody yeah. out there? Because yeah. I mean, within days of creating my site, Dave was like, you know, Dave was one of the first people to ever comment on the site. He and Catherine from Asian yeah. Cajuns were the yeah. first, first ones. Well, we have kind of, I call it a friendly competition. Like, I'll go, hey, I'm at the Cater Metro meet about 30 minutes on that story. <laughs> like that. Right, right. All yeah, this, no, it, yeah. All this thing get fun. So, and then he'll post, you read it here first, and stuff like that. So. <laughs> now, I mean, when you write that, are you, are, you, are you consciously taking a jab at the other one when, when you say you read it here first? Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> but sometimes it's at the AJC. Sometimes because, it's the AJC. Because, yeah. you know, um, I, starting with a long time ago, starting at the bat, the beat, like February of 08 or something mm -hmm. like that, when the Angel story hit. Yeah. And they that was one yeah. of the first times the AJC ever referenced Decatur Blogs, yeah. but they didn't name no, them. Yeah, and that was Decatur that was blog. that was kind of one of the first the first instances where it was like, wow, that's a little obnoxious. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And since then it's kind of been um, over and over kind of there have been instances where I could have sworn I've seen them mentioned by name at some point but I, I couldn't tell you when exactly they, well, they, uh, they were mentioned his in, has uh, been mentioned and I got mentioned uh, last yeah. week on an article oh, the but, Facebook article yeah, yeah. But Facebook that was Jamie's um, in article. the Decatur Minute the article about the Decatur Minute blog mm -hmm. which is the city's that um, they just started that pretty recently right they, they yeah. mentioned our blogs to yeah. them and I've actually had other people that have been interviewed by the AJC who said they mentioned our sites, and then the AJC doesn't write them. So it's kind of that's a passive aggressive thing, you know. Yeah, no, I. But I think uh, I think Nick had the same initial reaction I did when they first started that. It's kind of like, uh, you know, why didn't you just come to one of us and say, you know, we want you to you're working hard on Decatur, represent Decatur, and you do the blog for us. But their blog is really more of a. Called a promotion, a business promotion. It's done by the development. Oh, department. Yeah. Uh, so they're never going to put any negative. Uh, well, and you would expect the economic development. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to expect yes. a government-run blog. I know uh, Bill, uh, Mayor Decatur, whose name on last name, well, Bill uh, Floyd. Uh, I'm forgetting right now. Um, which is funny because I, I know that. But anyway, I know he has a blog. <laughs> pressure. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, he, posted, he, uh, he, he hasn't been posting much. that much recently. Yeah. No, he posted uh, recent, but yeah, yeah he did post like last week or yeah, this so week. I've right. got a little thing, blog lines. I, I watch it every morning yeah. just to see. Every now and then he'll just pop up in dark yeah. print. And I know he's posted again. Otherwise, I'd never go there and check it. He has that thing where he, he kind of just like copies and pastes it out of Word or something. You can see all the formatting that comes yeah, out of yeah. it. It kind of cracks me up. Yeah. But, uh, it, it's, it's, you know, it's cute. So, where do you think um, blogs like y'all's are going to go as newspapers arguably continue to decline? Like, how are you going to get more, you know, change that ratio of uh, original content to copy and basic content? It, it's a, I mean, it's something I've kind of been wrestling with on the site recently. Um, 
because you know I know this kind of question has been being asked for a long time, but I haven't been part of the conversation for it's the perennial yeah, question. Long time. Right, yeah, exactly. I mean, just for the record, I actually was in that comment section and called the question tedious, and now we're asking it. I do need to own up to that, but um, it's all lame. Yeah. Um, no, I mean it's it, it's interesting to me because I'm if it's someone that's created a. a a site like this, um, you know, and kind of received a lot of positive feedback and kind of, you know, it's successful, and I would say in a lot of ways. Um, I, I'm kind of worried about it because, and, and I kind of just came upon this, a lot of the reason why I'm worried is because I'm worried a lot of communities that aren't like Decatur won't have people that care enough about them to take the, t the t their own free time, you know, their own volunteer time to write about a community. Like, you know, say you live in unincorporated Gwinnett County in a subdivision somewhere. Who's going who, who's gonna to be the blogger that writes about... I mean, there's no sense of community. And so I have this new theory about how um, places that already have communities are probably much more likely to ref are reflective online of the same sort of thing, be it, you know, a message board like mm -hmm. East Atlanta Village yeah. has their the EA buzz, buzz yeah. um, or something similar. Um, so, I, and, 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 you know, and I have my own thoughts about message boards versus um, actual blogs sure. um, because I... I, I do think dynamic. there's still a value yeah. with kind of having someone that aggregates all the content um, because people will come back as opposed to a message board where either no one ever posts on it or posts on it sporadically. And There's definitely a different, filter, there's no sort filter. of a different dynamic to each of them and it seems to sort of attract different types of readers. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know. in between like Dora yeah. where they have uh, oh, yeah. multiple posters yeah. you know, yeah. post on there. Um, I was going to bring something like that up. You know, we DeKalb County is is kind of unique, uh, at least in the region, and that there's just tons of, of this kind of hyper local stuff, which is the buzzword for what this is, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And you know, you got you got John Hennigan's uh, Dunwoody blog, you got Dora blog. I mean, arguably EAV Buzz covers a small sliver of DeKalb. I mean, it's mostly an Atlanta blog, but right. also you know, kind of sort of a little bit in DeKalb. Um, why, you know, what is it about this area? Is it that sense of community in places? I mean, is that generally, would you, Dave, would you agree with that? Is that kind of why we have more of that here? I mean, why isn't there, for example, uh, at least to my knowledge, that doesn't mean it doesn't exist, but to my knowledge, why isn't there a city of Atlanta, you know, covering city hall blog? What's, what's the difference? Why, why here and not there? No, I think Decatur has always been a uh, very small community where people talk to each other. They used to talk to each other on the phone and on the street and when they ran each other in the grocery store or school or whatever, picking up the kids. And this is just the new form of doing that. So it's a uh, it's character of the city. And we are a very small city. You know, we're just uh, 18, 18 19,000 people here. And uh, Decatur is... Uh, well, I did my math wrong the other day, but Decatur is only 3.5% as big as Atlanta, so it's a big thing. And uh, we're tiny compared to the city of Atlanta, but uh, that's what I think. But I agree with you, when, where they built whole new, uh, like Nick said, where they built whole new communities out in the woods, it used to be forest, uh, there's no sense of community there. People just live there, they don't, probably don't even know a lot of their neighbors. and. 
And they're beginning to learn, though, because people still in flat-screen TVs and uh, invading <laughs> homes, and they're learning they need to cooperate more and learn who their neighbors uh, are. You know, I grew up in the suburbs, and yeah. it's interesting, because even when I was a little kid, yes. we talked to our neighbors more yeah. than it seemed It seemed like it tapered off as we as we got older and people yeah. moved out. We quit talking to our right. neighbors right. out there, and there's definitely more talking to the neighbors oh, yeah. here. When I was a kid, was in a kid I grew up in Decatur before I moved away for quite a while, but came back, but... Uh, I knew everybody. I think I knew every mother, father, and all the kids' names within three or four blocks of my house. So we just knew each other. And, uh, sometimes it was they're almost too nosy, like Southern nosy. Like we had a neighbor <laughs> went on vacation for a week and, and asked her to pick up our mail while we we're gone. And when she came back, said, "I think I got them all figured out, but this one letter, I don't know what this is." <laughs> so, it can be too nosy, but at least your neighbors were looking after you. Nothing was going to happen in your house that they. Didn't they knew whether you were on vacation or whether you should be there then and uh, and uh, I think we're kind of moving back to that we're gonna have to move back to that direction so. I think it's easier in small towns and I think um, that really the online stuff is not something new like a lot of people try to paint it but just like you said getting back yeah, to right. more of the way right. it used it's to just be a better technology you think, you think maybe it's more reflective of the community condition than it is reflective of anything having to do with technology yeah dude, I yeah think, uh, yeah if, if the community spirits there the technology just is a assistant if it's not there the technology is probably not going to do it for you no, and I agree. I agree that the size of Decatur is is um, on a community level is great because it's so dense. Mm -hmm. um, it is also reflected online. If you the city of Atlanta, it would be impossible for mm -hmm. one person to. You know, we probably don't cover everything there is to know about Decatur. I mean, it might sometimes yeah. seem like we're there's all these departments. Well, but that's but, the um, thing yeah. is that you know, if if bloggers are supposed to fill the void, I. Sometimes I wonder how that's really going to happen because people take their own time and do it on their time What's because that? they want to. I believe there's going to be a hybrid between a blog and a newspaper that's going to come up, and it's going to be uh, it's going to be profitable at least break even to pay for people's time and uh, effort, and uh, I mean, that's probably going to be the new thing. I don't know what it'll look like exactly. But. Yeah, I think some of it is that there's a lot of old money in these yeah. big media companies and they yeah. kind of have to sit around and fail on their own before that vacuum is going to exist where new things come to fill it. Well, see, what I wonder I is why, why does an AJC, why aren't they smart enough to go, uh, okay, Decatur Metro, Indicator, we, we want to make a little uh, agreement with you. You'll be uh, affiliated with us and we'll give you a little bit of money to make it worth your time to do that and they could... They could have bloggers all over Atlanta that would uh, at least break even. In some cases, they've tried to just yeah. throw up blogs. No, uh, they tried, but they, but they they're not, do they don't really. Well, those work. are internal people. That's, I mean, those they kind of take that sort of, like, I guess that AOL model where they just, like, make a million blogs and then two or three of them yeah, end up yeah. being good and they're then they just can all the other ones. Yeah, well, they did. That's true. I remember Georgia uh, Tech, they had a... They had a sports blog that was just an independent guy, but I don't know if, I don't know if they were giving them any remuneration or not. Well, and, and, you know, I've, I've run across um, something that, that um, WABE proposed to do about, it was, but it wasn't blogs. It, it was like, you know, citizen reporters, and they wanted them all to come to their site, you know, and, and post all over Atlanta, you know, post from all over Atlanta about... But there's no, the thing is, the problem with that is there's no vested interest 
for the person that's doing it. Yeah. You know, part of it's my like, vested oh, exposure, interest, right, right. right. Yeah. Part of my Serious. vested interest is because this is my yeah. site, right? I mean, that's you know, there is that little bit of ego in there. That's you know, that's part of what keeps you going. Yeah. And so, I really see the there's a lot of trouble in that model too, because it, it's kind of like you know, we set up the site, it costs us a couple million dollars, and then we just let it happen, you know, yeah. and it kind of all just comes together. And I, I just. The people that that talk about that haven't really well, experienced it. Doesn't pay the rent, you know. Right. I mean, people are wise enough to that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, they'll do something once, and then they'll say, "Oh well, I got my 15 minutes now. What?" Yeah. And then, "Oh, I, I still haven't paid any more bills than I paid before." So <laughs> yeah. Right. Great. No, it's totally it's completely so, true. Yeah. I mean, that doesn't. That you can't really sustain that for any length of time. I mean, it'll work for a short little burst, but that's about it. Let's talk um, just for a final topic a little bit about uh, anonymity or the lack thereof. Uh, you guys are different in the way you approach that. Uh, why and what do you think about it all? Well, I, I, I have nothing to hide myself. I'm just <laughs> an old guy that uh, I'm, uh, lived here when I grew up and uh, then I moved away for worked for DuPont for 25 years and I came back in 99 I'd kept property in the area because I always planned to come back and uh, and uh, I have nothing to hide and I don't post anything online that uh, on Facebook or anywhere else that people don't know about me if they know me so uh, you, that's my approach when you started your blog though you didn't yeah. really identify no, right what, uh, what ultimately led you to decide well this is not worth the effort or how, whatever your decision was. I don't know I'm not sure didn't uh, it just get kind of hard it seemed like yeah. it seemed like you started posting more pictures of, yeah. of yourself yeah, when I was posting pictures of yourself yeah. but you weren't identifying I don't know that guy over there but he's in every one of the pictures on the site how did that happen this guy was that guy's everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it's Waldo. Where's Waldo? Um, yeah, that little, that little guy. Anyway, uh, I don't know. I just decided uh, this Carl Black, you know, he's one of our big contributors. He does everything. He's everywhere. He seems and, to uh, be everywhere all and, the time. Uh, nobody knows what he does either, but we know they know who he is. And uh, He's and kind of mysterious he, himself. And he was following me around, and when I finally came out of the closet, he came over and entered. Well, since you've identified who you are, I'll tell you who I am. Yeah. <laughs> he was waiting for you right there. I don't know why, but uh, uh, as, I don't know. I'll turn it over to Nick now because he's a more interesting character of the two. <laughs> I don't know if I'm more interesting. I mean, you know, there's there's no deep, dark secret behind why. I mean, I, I kind of do it for, um, you know, professional reasons. I kind of do it for... Um, Meaning Let's you're say, semi-anonymous. You, you don't, like, talk much about yourself. Right. You know, yeah. there, there are a Not handful photos. of people. Yeah. Right. There, there are a handful of people that know who I am. Um, and if somebody were to come up and ask me, I'm not going to deny it. But putting putting my full identity online is kind of kind of where I kind of decided to to draw the line. And you know, definitely, we were talking about this earlier. It has its benefits. It has its um, you know, I never I don't get a lot of kind of face to face feedback. I'll get feedback from people on the site or from emails or from the few people that know about it. But. Um, I don't get a lot of feedback. At the same time, being anonymous allows me to, you know, go places without without um, people knowing you're there. Yeah. yeah, without without people knowing who I am. Um, I've I've done a couple restaurant reviews. Um, 
Most in people a, get angry. Kind yeah. of um, that sort of thing. And, you know, I, luckily I've enjoyed both places that I've gone because, you know, I, after doing it, it, you know, it would have been really difficult for me, especially, and I was thinking about food bloggers and how they review large areas. They don't go into, they don't live in the middle of Decatur and then go around, you know, making critical remarks about everyone, every single restaurant. Because I mean, those I, people are their neighbors a lot of the time. Yeah, so, you know, and, you know, I don't do a lot of that anyway, but um, the, the relative anonymity thing kind of... Um, it's an interesting way of, of doing things, and I, it's kind of, I've kind of just kept it kept it up to a relative extent, and it's I think it works for me. Sometimes it's it's a little weird, and it you know I was deemed elusive by by I think by Rusty originally. I, I think I originally said it. Yeah. Um, I just twittered it. Yeah. But, uh, Probably because because um, I probably said it to a couple people or something that I don't like to be, you know. But it, it you know it's not an issue of kind of if I, if I'm asked I will say who I am. And there are probably thirty or forty thirty people that know who I am. Well, um, what do you if do you each have any uh, final thoughts you want to share and including obviously your URL or where to find you online. I mean, yours is kind of long, so if you don't want to, like... No, so shortest version, the indicator is in without the eye in front of it, indicator.com. And uh, I have another one, indicatorgeorgia.us, which is a little longer. Anyway, uh, you don't need to do all that airborne combat engineer stuff. Anyway, well, I, the only final comment I want to make is another big difference in our blogs that didn't really come out was uh, Nick is much better at uh, encouraging discussion. Uh, I believe his is more like a discussion board. He gets along like I, I enjoyed the reading the zombie discussion. A lot of funny stuff in that. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, I don't know. I guess it's a style I write. I tend to write more like uh, just cold newspaper reporting so that people don't feel comfortable commenting unless they really don't like what I say in the green italics. <laughs> I mean, no problem. So, uh, so I get more or less comments than he does. But uh, that being as it is, I'll turn it over to Nick. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, that is another interesting aspect of blogging. Um, and, and, and truth be told, you know, another one of the other reasons that uh, I... Um, started the site was to start a um, create a forum where people could have discussion without um, you know because blogs so often kind of devolve into swearing racist remarks I mean it just gets really ugly (laughs) really fast or Or you can go over to the AJC and just that is is terrible stuff Um, and I don't even know why they allow comments if no one's moderating and so that's kind of a whole other thing that I wrestle with is the um, discussion aspect of it. It's been a long time coming and it's kind of like I decided early on, you know, you can't personally insult people because, you know, and I, it's kind of, you know, people kind of make fun of me comment, editing stuff and saying, um, you know, more, no personal attacks. You can't, you can't do that. Because I think it, that's good that you do that. Yeah. Because, um, it, you know, I kind of thought about it when it first started happening and I was like, well, what is, what is, what is creating this problem? You know, what, what about this? And so, I just started, and I realized it was, you know, people can make valid points without insulting each other. It's when you give in to, to insulting the other person that it, very quickly that other person becomes defensive and then you're not talking about what you were talking about. 
And so um, that's kind of been something that, you know, the comments section is something that I've definitely had to work on. It's something I didn't originally, you know, think would be a big part. But then, you know, I, I moved the comments section up to the top of the page as opposed to where it used to be and kind of let it um, let it evolve. But anyway, that, that is, that is interesting. Uh, yeah. DecaturMetro.com. So. <laughs> All right. Well, you thanks guys. so much for doing the interview. Thank you very much. Enjoy. Yeah, no problem. It was great. The song you heard in this podcast was Flux by Drop Trio, available only on Magnatune.com. Thanks for listening to Mostly ITP on the Georgia Podcast Network. Visit us at gapodcastnetwork.com. If you have a question, comment, or drunken rant, leave us a voicemail by calling 678-389-9441. Who knows, it might be featured in a podcast. You can also email us at info at gapodcastnetwork.com.